going on, everybody? We're back for another episode of Plain and Simple. I'm one of your hosts, Logan, and I'm joined always by my lifetime partner in, uh, in Theron Sap. What's going on? What's going on, buddy? Dude. Just, what's it, number three? Four? Number four? Is this, this is four, I think. This is number four. Wow, look at us go. <laughs> We're aging like a fine wine. <laughs> look how far we've come. Yeah. This is the first episode of Plain and Simple that we are testing video. Now, I'm not very experienced in video, so um, don't hate me if uh, this doesn't come out. Uh, this is just a test episode. Next week, by the time we record next week's episode, I hope to have it down so that I know what I'm doing and uh, I don't have to you know, do all this weird setup stuff I had to do today to get things right. Uh, but we've got a nice little TV here showing our little logo. Eventually, maybe we'll throw the questions up on there. Maybe if we answer a question that we have to look into like a theory for or we have to do research on, we do it here together so we both can see what, what's going on. But as of right now, the logo's flashing up there. Um, like I said, this is a podcast called Plain and Simple. Uh, it's a podcast dedicated to exploring all of the questions in the universe and the multiverse. Aha. <laughs> Uh, shouts to all the Spider-Man fans out there. Um, and answering them to the best of our ability. That's it. Plain and simple. Uh, to support us, the number one thing you can do is to pause the show right now. Well, maybe don't pause it because you're not, a, you're not about to hear what I was going to say. Maybe pause it in like a minute after I finish explaining what I want you to do. Theron, do you know what I, what I want, am about to tell people that they should go do? They should text someone right now. that Hey, you guys should check out this podcast. Theron and Logan, plain and simple. It's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and then, and then uh, and then just share it around. Yeah, just spread the word. Now you can pause it and do exactly what Theron just said. Maybe just go to your conversations, your messages, wherever, and text the most recent person that's texted you back, or scroll down to the very bottom, somebody you haven't talked to in a long time, uh, and say, "Hey." I'm listening to this podcast. These guys are pretty entertaining. They answer questions to the best of their ability. And, um, and yeah, see what they say. Give them a listen. Uh, let's see if we have any new reviews there, Theron, as soon as I uh, find my cellular telephone, this which is, my is part. not there. Oh, there it is. <laughs> it is out of frame. Okay. So let's see if we've got any new reviews since last week's episode. I not for sure if we have, but maybe after hearing us read them off last week, people got inspired and they wanted to, uh, to get us a listen. Oh, we did. We did get a, uh, one more review um, since Wednesday. It's, uh, subject line is plain and simple. It's a 10 out of 10. Oh. Description says, such a fun podcast. Love listening to these two amazing voices content. Oh, sorry. Love listening to these two dash. Amazing voices, great content, and so much fun. You don't want to miss out. Trust me. How about that? Hey. So if you want to be reviewed, or if you want your review read, all you have to do is rate and review. You just go down to iTunes, you scroll all the way down the bottom, and you can see the fields where, uh, where the reviews are left. Hit that five-star button and leave a comment. Or four, maybe three. No, just, just stick to five. Just stick <laughs> if, to five. <laughs> if, if you know us and you... Uh, and you hate 
the podcast, just text us privately. <laughs> right. If you don't like something, just tell us. Don't don't leave the review out there because leaving the reviews is the best way for the podcast to get traction uh, on iTunes. iTunes is the big one. If you listen on Spotify, we love you too. Please uh, and thank you for uh, for following along there. But Apple is where the most traction lies. So, Theron, what's new in your life, dude? What'd you get into this weekend? I uh, went and saw went and was in my buddy Jeff. He's been mentioned a couple of handful of times on the podcast. Yeah, this has been a, like an episodic like yeah. What has Jeff and Theron done this week like in the in the past like 3 episodes and now this is the conclusion I assume like yeah, wedding was this weekend. After this, no more Jeff. He's done. I'm just cutting him loose. No, he's uh, on his honeymoon right now. Got married in uh Central Florida over the weekend. It's nice and hot. Florida can get nice and hot yeah, in August. I can imagine. Uh, I think it was like 110 heat index the day we, day of the wedding. Um, that ain't fun. I mean, it wasn't. It was. It was for a good cause. We were all standing out there sweating bullets for a good reason. Sure. Um, for your buddy getting married. Yeah, that's exactly right. You love to see that. You do. You really do. It was a really good time. Uh, the bachelor party was all there. We all had a good time again. Uh, it's a real good group of guys. Um, yeah, just just had some fun, played a little golf. Not, not you shot a seventy seven. I, I I went low. That's a low. <laughs> hey. I say I went low. Me going low and a pro going low are two very different things. Oh, but yeah. that was that was the lowest score I think I've ever had. What's a playing. pro going low? A pro going low, like for instance, this past weekend's tournament saw a couple of dudes shoot a sixty two. Okay. And then I think Cameron Smith's shot a sixty. Okay. And had he birdied number 18, it would have been golf's magic number, which is like mm. a 59. Yeah. Which I've only ever seen happen once in my life. T- twice. Once. Jim Furyk, I think, a couple years ago. Anyway, mm-hmm. this isn't a golf Did you sneak podcast. in a haircut, too, while you were at it? I did. I had to get I had to get lined up by yeah. my boy Angelo before uh <laughs> for <laughs> Shouts to Angelo. Shouts to Angelo. <laughs> yeah. Go see him. He's a real good guy. Real real good haircut, too. Does Is he listening to this? Uh, I don't send it to your boy. I'll send it to Angelo. I'll send be like, yo, Angelo, Angelo. Damn it. I got to, I got to get you some, uh, get you some more clients, man. Hey, Angelo, if you want some, we got to talk, man. Hey, Hey, yeah. Um, that's cool, dude. We, yeah. we love a wedding weekend. That's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, man. I don't have any weddings in my future except for mine, except for yours, it, but that's like eight months away, 10 months away, 10 but months away. So there's some time. I got one more coming up. Oh, you know, I do have one that's like two weeks before mine. So that'd be kind of a cool experience, like going to a wedding like two weeks before yours. Scout just kind of like scouting it out. Yeah. Like, all right. All right. I'll be doing this. I'll be doing this later. in T minus two weeks. It's crazy. So before my wedding, I was in um, I was in Glenn's wedding. My brother-in-law married my sister. Yeah. And I was in his wedding. Um, and kind of seeing all that happen, like I still got emotional too. Sure. Like some I don't know. Ever since I met Allie, I've been getting more and more emotional. <laughs> I've found um, she softened this old rugged heart of mine. Anyway, and then so that was shortly before our wedding. And then <clears throat> Allie and I's wedding comes, and kind of going through all that. And you, it's it's actually your experiences that you're having. And then being in a a wedding after you have your own wedding. Okay. And kind of going through and it's just like a walk down memory lane okay and you know i could kind of almost share the nerves with jeff because you know i'd I'd been there what feels like not too long ago how long ago was it now two and a half years wow we've been married two and a half years isn't that crazy it is how long did you guys date 
we dated for so five five wow. years before we've been together almost 10 years almost a decade that's crazy yeah me and Catherine got a long way to go best decade of my life wow yeah How absolutely cute. i have a joke you know it's it's almost been 10 years but it only feels like 10 minutes underwater <laughs> no. it's a good joke oh she rolls her eyes every single time of course but. i can i can literally picture her rolling her eyes yeah, right yeah, now yeah, they're yeah. so they're so far back in the it, back of her head but that couldn't be farther from the truth i mean we have a great time you love that for you how's the oh, new yeah. place dude i cannot express how much of like a big relief it is really being where we're at now versus where we were and it's kind of it's cool kind of seeing the whole place come together and uh it's just a really good it's just it's just a great place to be. It's great location, um, plenty of space for people when we get it all together. Yeah, to have uh, folks come by. Um, but yeah, we we really enjoy it. That's awesome, really dude. Like it, man, what'd you guys get up to? Uh, my movie, or sorry, my weekend was a major motion picture. It was a movie. Oh. Um. What happened? See, we were generic things Friday night. Or no, sorry. We went out with a good friend and his uh, fiance. The, the wedding actually that's um, going to be two weeks before ours. We went out with them Friday night to the Horndal, mm-hmm. uh Brewing up the street and just kind of hung out and got a double date action. Love a good double date. Um, and then Saturday night, Catherine and I went with my dad to a concert. Jason Aldean. We saw Jason Aldean. You achieved your Jason Aldean tickets. Yeah, dude. We were just hanging around, burning it down. Oh, dude. That's a good, <laughs> so- that's a good song. Hey, dude. I'll jam came, to that. When it came on and it ended, I looked at my dad and I was like, we can go now. Yeah, that's it. That's what we were here for. That, I, I saw that song and now I'm good. Uh, it was a good time, man. Um, Jason Aldean, uh, Hardy was his opener for him. Uh, you, you'd know Hardy if I played you a couple songs, but okay. he's not a... I think, uh, like, J- Ron... John Hardy? I don't know. I don't know if it's that's thinking his first of Purdy. Name or last I'm name. thinking of John Party. You're Purdy. thinking of John Party. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, good time, man. Uh, if you've never been to a country music concert, have you been to one? Never. The I've client, never been to a concert. Seriously? Not one? And other than Zach's. Wow. Like, I've never been to a big, well, Winter Jam. Okay. But like, that's like a conference almost with yeah, music. Like a festival almost. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm not a huge concert guy. That's where me and Catherine kind of veer off. She loves live music. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like I like, yeah, like I'd love to see my favorite artists live. But like, if I don't before I die, is it gonna kill me? No. Um, like they perform live. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, so it it was cool. I had a good time. I heard some songs, of course, that I knew. I, I like Jason Aldean enough to like have known. Like he probably played. He performed for probably an hour and forty minutes. He played for a long time, uh, and I probably knew twenty out of the twenty five songs he played, which was a pretty solid uh, experience. But dude, country music concerts, the clientele is just out of this world. So you you go to you go to like a, a hip hop concert, okay. and like the clientele is probably going to be pretty young. You're not mm-hmm. going to get a lot of old people. Like you're not going to get people like our parents' age, like at a Gucci Mane concert. It's going to be like all like people that maybe thirty and younger. Right. Um. But country concerts, man. There's it's young and old, and I'm telling you, dude, I'm ninety percent sure that the most drunk people get is at country concerts, as opposed to any other concert 
uh, music genre. Well, I mean, think about how many people are bringing their own liquor. Like yeah. Own, own moonshine. <laughs> Dude, straight from the farm. I, I counted on two hands the amount of people I saw that was like, oh, they can't probably walk by themselves. Oh, Lord. Like, on our way out and on our way in, like, people just being escorted by, like, their significant other. And I was like, man, imagine getting piss-ass drunk at a concert that you can't even enjoy the experience. Uh, truth be told, I can't imagine getting drunk anywhere. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I, like that's my always been one of my biggest things too. If I have a good time, I'd like to remember it. You know? Yeah, for sure. And not wake up the next morning regretting it. Yeah, I mean, um, we, we had my dad, Catherine, and I had one drink each. And after I finished it, I was like, that, that was all I needed. Yeah. Because it was, they serve them at concerts. They serve them in those big boys, those big tall cans. And by the time it got like halfway down, I was like, it's kind of warm now. And that's the other thing too, man, is it was like, it was like only 85 degrees, but like the humidity was turned all the way up. Yeah. So we were sweating bullets for the first like two hours of the concert. It was, it was a rough scene. I imagine drinking warm alcohol is like drinking a warm Coke. Yeah. It's it's a miserable experience yeah. regardless. Like, yeah, drinking a warm Coke, drinking basically anything that's served cold, drinking it warm, it's just not good. Yeah, I can agree with that. You ever have a glass of milk that's been sitting out for a couple hours? No, because then it smells bad. Yeah, because then you shouldn't drink it. <laughs> yeah, that was exactly. a trick. <laughs> <laughs> um, Theron, it was funny that we, we kind of started off talking about weddings because this episode is all about relationships it and is. i think it'd be pretty funny to answer questions about wedding etiquette maybe next time Ooh. um coming from a guy who's married and coming from a guy who's soon to be right um i think wedding edit etiquette questions would be a lot of fun but for now we're doing relationships and uh, i think we got some pretty good ones we'll just see how we do on time if we get through stuff pretty quickly we'll you know we'll hit Maybe five, six questions. If we don't, maybe we'll hit four questions and save them for Another next time. time. A rainy day. Save them for a rainy day. We'll dig into our rainy day bag. I like that. Rainy yeah. day bag? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Questions we don't get to. We'll have to start recycling. Absolutely. All right. So I think last time I, I threw it to you to yep. let you go first. Let's hear it. Care if I go first? Go for it, man. Okay. Uh, this says, subject line, my 29-year-old... Okay, I'm a 29-year-old male. My wife is a 31-year-old female, and she told me something, and it's making me insecure. I've known my wife for 10 years. Ever since I was 19 or 20 years old, she was my first girlfriend. I don't have the exes. She was my first... Okay, lack of punctuation in this person's story. I don't have exes, comma. She was my first, and I wifed her. We have two... Man, the grammar in this is horrible. I should have proofread that, read this a little better. We have two years old daughter together. So I assume they, we have, they have a two-year-old daughter. So the other night after making love, we had a small pillow talk. Basically, we asked each other what made both of us attracted to each other in the first place. So I told her she was an amazing woman, caring, great personality, and beautiful and cute. But she told me that she was attracted to me because I have an amazing career personality and i'm funny yada 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 no handsome no sexually attractive none of that so i asked her am i not handsome according to her and she told me quote you are not really handsome but i am attracted to you in other ways 
my heart sank. She dropped a truth bomb. I know I shouldn't ask her the question that I don't want the answer to, but I went to sleep with sad feelings that night. The next day, I couldn't kiss her on the cheek before work like I usually do. It hurts me like crazy. Yeah, maybe I don't understand women because she was my first. I understand my lack of experience. In fact, I lost my virginity to her. So she really was truly my first. Right now, there are a lot of things bugging me in the head, like am I married to a gold digger, but I don't even, uh, but I don't, I don't know what to think of it. I don't understand my own wife listening to her say that destroyed my self-esteem and ego so bad. It feels sad every time I look at her since that night. I really don't know what to do. Maybe it's just my insecurities or a big ego took those words too seriously. I feel like I need therapy, Reddit and others. What would you do? What would I do? What do you think here first? Before, what would you do? You're, so you're, like, as we said, you're married. What would you do if you rolled over to Allie and asked her what attracted her to you and she said nothing about your looks? So if, if I got so far, right, she's, they've been together for a while. They've got a kid together. <clears throat> if anything, it would be more like, oh, okay, like if, if, she's, if she settled down with me for everything but my looks then maybe I don't have to worry so much about her chasing down someone who has looks, right? Because mm-hmm. if that's not, that must not be very high on her, you know, her list. Totem pole of uh, quality she looks for in a person. Right. So if, if that's the case, you got nothing to worry about. Obviously, it would probably suck and hate to hear like, yeah, I'm not just, I'm just not really attracted to you. Like, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Um, the top comment says, uh, I'm a man who in the last 40 years has gone from 150 pounds of pure muscle to 350 pounds of desk job flab. Now down to 280 pounds of exercising, trying to get back into shape. Dad bod. My wife has never told me she doesn't find me attractive. That would be needlessly hurtful. She was definitely tactless about the situation. And you should probably just tell her the truth about how much you hurt, uh, how much it hurt you instead of stewing on it and resenting her for it. I think, yeah, kind of the theme we've echoed is communication and Mm -hmm. getting it out there that, you know, she said something that didn't sit so well. Yeah, that's a tough one, man. There's a lot of people in the comments here that are defending the wife and saying that she has every right to tell him that. But to your your point, you know, looks are important to mm -hmm. some people, but they're not to a lot of people. Right. Um, I've always said that, um, and, and this is definitely now going to be perceived in a negative fashion, but like one of the things that won Catherine over to me immediately was just how kind she was. Like, of course I find Catherine attractive. Of course I find her beautiful, but like the first few qualities that stuck out is like, wow, this person has a great heart. Like she's a very caring person. Uh, so it, 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 Looks might not be at the top of the totem pole for some people. And a lot of times it's that that way for women. Women will, like, that's less of a priority for them than a guy. Sure, right? yeah. For me, like, obviously it's it's looks what kind of make you want to knock on the door. Sure. And then once they answer the door, it's everything that is behind the looks that makes you want to either step inside or go down to the next door. Yeah. And, yeah. uh... Yeah, for women, it must, you know, they, because think about it, like, they, psychologically speaking, they want security and 
someone who's going to be there for him and a rock essentially. And it yeah. sounds like that's what this guy is. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like he's winning in all the other ways. I mean, he's, it sounds like he's got a nice career. He sounds like he's very funny. He's got a great personality. Locked her down. Locked her down. First girlfriend, wifed her up. Sounds like this guy's got it made. It just the fact that she said she doesn't find him overly attractive. Uh, I think he's overthinking this one. Yeah, I think a little bit, like like you say, maybe the insecurity is getting to him a little bit. Um, but just focus on all the positives you got going on. You got a, a beautiful two-year-old daughter. You got a great career from the sound of it. Yeah. And you got a wife who thinks you're hilarious. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what and, more could you want? And while I will say that I think that you're looking into it a little too deep, I do think there's a, I don't want to say a problem, but the fact that she blatantly was like, yeah, I'm not very yeah. attracted to you was kind of a blunt way of saying like, looks aren't like we've said like five times now, looks aren't at the top of my priority list. There, there's probably a better way on her part. She could have communicated that. But at the same time, bro, I, th- I think that this guy's, uh, yeah, this I think, is, I think he's okay. This is definitely a more positive spin on things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to get into the motive of why she said what she said, but <laughs> just from your perspective, I think you got a lot going for you. And uh, going back to what I said a little earlier, like whenever you get your significant other to laugh at one of your jokes, isn't that just the best feeling? Oh, goodness. Like sometimes I'll make a joke and like she won't laugh immediately and I'll just stare at her and wait for it to kick in. If it's maybe a little smarter (laughs) of a joke, like I'm just, because you can see the wheels turning in her her head and and when it finally lands and she's like, ah, and you're like, yes. Because I mean, I know I can get other people to laugh. Oh, yeah. I know I can do that. But my wife is the one who's got to endure my stupid, dumb sense of humor <laughs> 24-7. Of course. And so when I get her to laugh, I'm like, oh, yeah. That oh, means yeah. And, and I, it's funny because at, at the wedding, we were talking about it uh, with a guy in the wedding party. His name was Austin. Really cool guy. This was the most amount of time I'd ever been able to spend with Austin. Just heard about him. Dude is hilarious. And, you know, he was he was the one who actually mentioned, too, he was like, man, it just feels so good to get your wife to laugh at something. Yeah, Versus just other people. Because almost some people, it's like, you know, I don't want to call them cheap laughs, but some people will just laugh to laugh. Yeah, it's, they'll give but, you a sympathy laugh. But, you're, but your wife, the person who's got to endure your stupidity at all times of the day, and you can get her to be like, you, you find that funny bone, oh, man. It, it, it's different. It hits different, man. It's a, it's a, it's a invigorating feeling. It's like drinking a, a Red Bull. <laughs> it's like you crush that Red Bull against your head and you're like, victory. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, just give me a minute, honey. I'm going to, I'm going to go to my room and be by myself for a second. Just slams the door and just, <laughs> yep. <laughs> going just just giving it air fists oh, yeah. yeah absolutely you walk out all calm and collected yeah, yeah. no big deal no big deal i'm cool yeah, i'm, I'm just cool. checking on the air filters up there yeah yeah, yeah. they might need yeah. changing maintenance around here has been kind of slacking <laughs> <laughs> theron you want to run us through your first question all right first one's a really long one <clears throat> clear my throat sorry for my nasally sounding stuff i think uh i think you're overthinking it there and you've got a lot of things going for you besides your nasally stuffed sounding <laughs> thing in in your head i don't think you sound like that oh just dealing with a little bit of a sinus issue but that's all right all right so the past two months i got really really close to a guy we'll call him mark okay we were super open and we could talk about everything i was so comfortable with him and we would literally text or talk every day all the time okay. we had so much in common he always understood me he was never one to judge, and he was just all around a really fun guy to be around. Although many people noticed how close we were and started commenting how much 
We would be cute as a couple. It never really bothered us because we both knew we were just friends. Maybe you know where I'm going with this. Uh Uh-oh. Then all of a sudden, Mark blocked me everywhere. He even blocked my number. I was super scared because I couldn't afford losing him. I just couldn't really cope being without him. Right off the bat, like a little side commentary here. It sounds like she might have a couple of feelings for him, too. Yeah. Sounds uh, like it. So I called him multiple times without caller ID. Oh, dang. Dang, honey. She, she's star 67-ing it. Jeez. Star 69, she, she star 67, boy, whatever. Her friend. But he wouldn't answer. Wow, he must, he must have known. All right, so later on the next day, he told me he's got feelings for me. Okay, there it is. So he's, he unblocked her and told her that he's got I feelings guess, for her. Yeah, the later on the next day. Okay. Dang, she, she must have been after him for a couple hours there. He said he needed some time to process it before discussing it with me, but that the best thing would best thing for both of us would be not to speak anymore because he knew the feelings would get deeper, and in the end, he would get hurt. Even though I knew I couldn't do anything else but respect his feelings, I was so sad. The past two months, he has all that... Uh, the past two months, he was all that I knew. He was my source of happiness. And now all of a sudden, I won't have that person in my life. What surprised me most was how much he, this affected me. He's not the first person to exit my life, but it has never hurt. It never been this hard. I cried for multiple days, which slowly made me realize that I must have some kind of feelings for him as well. Just not as strong. No way. Oh. Did just not, not as see, strong. It did, says that. Did not. Yeah. Just not as strong. Did not see that one coming, Logan. Ish. And although it has only been a week, he is all that I think about. Dang, honey. I really want to text him and ask him how he's doing and ask him to go out and talk about everything, but I'm afraid that is selfish of me. Do you think he'll text me and try to reconnect, or do you guys just stop giving a crap and go back to normal because I want him to feel good and all because I really love him? But at the same time, it hurts a little if he's all good and just ending our friendship without regretting it a little. Am I overreacting? I don't know what to do. There's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. Uh, So right off the bat, it makes me think back to kind of, I think, a position I took earlier, one of our earlier episodes. Okay. About people of opposite sex developing deep friendships. Someone's going to get hurt. Somebody is going to get hurt. Because whether if it's them hurting each other or the uh, appearance of another individual in that person's life that starts causing some problems. I don't know here, Theron. To be honest with you, my first initial instinct is, okay, so they've been talking for a couple months and all of a sudden just nothing. Just dead. Silence. Gone off the face of the planet. My initial thought is he's got a girlfriend already, that he's cheating. Well, but then as you went on, I was like, okay, so that's probably not the case here. Right, because he cut off the com- like cut off communications because he was developing the feelings. Which is, I don't know how you and Allie did it, but I, if I remember your story correct, correctly on our second episode on how you guys met, uh, go back and listen to that if you haven't. Oh, it's a good one. Um, but... I, uh, man, I, I don't remember you saying, yeah, me and Allie developed feelings for each other. We asked each other out and then we, uh, ghosted each other for two weeks. I don't think that's how it went. No. So, well, so I I wonder if she has like 
every time one of those jokes had been made about them being a cute couple, if she just shut it down immediately, it was like, we're just friends. And maybe he kind of got the feeling of, okay, she really doesn't see anything with me long-term and I'm starting to develop the feelings and this isn't good. And I know she doesn't see anything with me long-term. So I need to take a step back and figure this out because I mean, if they were always around each other and she was leaning on him for everything, sounds like he was doing boyfriend things without the title of boyfriend. Um, and maybe he was just like, yeah, this can't continue. I'm puzzled. I'm puzzled about two things. The first of which is that camera on. I, I sucky eyesight. I don't know. Cannot see if the lens is on, and I'm I don't want to get up. But I'm, now I'm getting. Up. All right, we're gonna check it out. Is it on? It's not on. The camera is not on. All right. So Sick. maybe maybe going forward, uh, that uh, is it charged? Yeah, I charged the. I bought it, and then I charged it immediately. Well, I'll have to do some research into it. We're figuring it out, folks. We're figuring it out. Now there's just a We're damn learning. camera standing there, <laughs> and I'm going to keep looking at it for no reason. Huh. The second thing I'm puzzled about, man, is it uh, sounds like this girl gets attached very easily to people. And while it has been two months, and two months in, I probably would feel pretty upset like she is. But I, I don't Here's what needs to happen. If she's feeling this beat up about it, she's obviously got some deep feelings inside of her mm -hmm. for this dude. She just, just let it all out. Be like, hey, let's give it a shot. You know, if they're that good and that close of friends and she's even developed, like, sounds like she's got some feelings. This dude played the long game. <laughs> you know, I'm confused, man. Why did this guy say I'm developing feelings for this girl? I really like her. Time to block her. Well, but I, I don't. I, I, something's I not connecting in my head for that. Well, I think I think it had to be. It has to be that every single time someone's made mention of the fact that they could be a cute couple, that she's just shut it down emphatically. Like we're just friends. We're just friends. Yeah. And because I, I can see how that could be conveyed, right? Like pretty easily. And as a dude who you know maybe he a little scared to put himself out there. Like maybe doesn't even want to approach the subject. Cause he thinks he's going to get rejected. And then if he does put it out there, right. Cause that's, if they're this good of friends and he's developed these feelings and he goes to her with these feelings and she rejects them, what happens to the friendship crumbles and most right. likely. And so now that he's developed this friend, this, these feelings, right. So there's only really two, two ways forward, right. There's a relationship where there's, okay, we're both moving on, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. it, it's, it's impossible to have one without the other. Right. I you think know? you're right. I think, um, I think this girl might need to accept that she lost her chance. I mean, like if she's telling people that we're just friends, we're just friends, this guy develops feelings, maybe he blocks her because he's, oh, you know what? It just clicked. Maybe he blocks her because he's like, okay, she clearly doesn't feel the same way. Yeah. I need to block her so I lose the feelings and then I'll unblock her when I feel like I can look at her as just a friend again. But in that time, she realized, you know, they, it's that age old expression, like you never know what you could have had until you lose it. And yeah, I think this like, might be I a prime example of that. Yeah. Well, she's still giving him time. Like, so there's a chance that he could unblock her and be like, 
She just needs to go talk to him face to face and be like, look, I think I have feelings for you too. Do you, if you're betting on it, or if you're putting money on it, do you think he comes back? If they're if 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 what I'm reading, right? If he's feeling everything the way that she is, like you know this this loss is hard on him. I think yeah, I think he'll I think he'd come back. I think so because I, I don't think you know he's put a lot of effort into this relationship, and as a guy, like you know, we like to see things through. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't think guys just stop giving a crap. Like if if he's a a douchebag, probably, you know, if you got yourself hooked up with a Chad. <laughs> no no disrespect to all the Chads just, out there. <laughs> if we have a Chad listener, please uh, leave a review and say Theron sent me. Yeah, th- say Theron sent me. I'm the least Chad Chad that there is. <laughs> please watch us get like an influx of Chads just coming oh, through. That would be fantastic. Do you know a Chad? I don't think I know one Chad. I don't. I don't. I used to work with a Chad, but we weren't friends or anything. He was like 50. Chadwick. Oh, rip. Mm. Anyway, that's a tough one, man. It uh, is tough. I, 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 well, I say that's tough, um, but it's actually not. It's kind of easy to see where that where it all started going. Like, yeah, I mean, this is what I say. You, you... You start these kind of relationships with the end game in mind, and mm-hmm. at least from a guy's perspective, yeah. right? At least when you hit a certain age. Like, I remember after I graduated college and was like, okay, I am no longer going to date just because I want a girlfriend. I'm now looking for my partner. Here's a question, like a spinoff of this. Okay. Would you keep an ex around as a friend? Be like, oh, we're, we're, we, you know, we didn't work out, but we're really good friends. Um, I am... Well, I, I've had more like, how do I, how do I want to say? I would, I would. I, um, however, I'm not friends with really any of my super serious relationships. Um, I'm on speaking terms with them. Like we'll text a happy birthday, a Merry Christmas. But other than that, there's no small talk. There's no how's work. There's there, no, how's your new boyfriend? How's your fiance? There's none of that. Um, it, it's just, you know, hey, sorry, it was your birthday on Facebook. Hope you have a good day. And she'll do the same. Um, ironically enough, the, the girlfriend that I am most in my head, like, I don't want to say hateful towards, but like the one that I don't appreciate the most the one who ended up uh, doing the one thing you're not supposed to do when you're in a relationship uh, is the one that I'm most friendly with. Huh. So, um, but I, I would keep an ex around. I would. I would. Catherine might not like it, and she doesn't, because there's girls in my life that she doesn't like that I've just said, what? You got to accept that they're in my life. And uh, I love you, and you need to know that. And uh, they know that, and that's all it is to it. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. All right. All right. Want me to go? Yeah. I've got, this one's a couple paragraphs, but this is a very interesting one. I'm very excited to discuss this. <laughs> okay. My 30-year-old female best friend. Uh, sorry. I'm a 30-year-old female, and my best friend is a 30-year-old female, and her boyfriend is a 35-year-old male, discussed his permission, in quotes, to sleep with me. Behind my back, and I'm having trouble explaining why am I so upset about this. His permission? 
So it sounds like her best friend gave her boyfriend permission to sleep with her. Oh. Almost like a swinger situation. Yeah, nope. Okay. <laughs> it's been over three weeks since my... Oh, this is an update. No, I need a... I need the... Oh, no. I need the original post. This is an update. No. <laughs> There's no link to the original post. Oh, no. That's okay. Oh, wait. Is that it? No, it's not. Well, there goes that uh, question. <laughs> Poof. Good thing it's I have gone. a few. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, yeah, that's uncomfortable. Dang, that sucks. So sorry you're having to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> so upsetting. Yeah. Hopefully things get better for you. Moving on. Moving <laughs> on. Um, uh, so I'll use, I'll do my, my third question that I, that I prepared. All right. Good thing we prepared a few. This that's is why right. we prepare. This is it. Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. At first it said, sorry, this post has been removed, but uh, now it's been reposted uh, to the top of this thread. Hello, I'm a 22-year-old female. My fiance is a 25-year-old male, and we started dating when we were 15 and 18. Uh, we, were in high school we were high school sweethearts and were together the whole time I was in college. He proposed to me January of 19, 2019. Uh, we decided to wait to get married until after I graduated and got a big girl job. The wedding was set for November, 2021. So right around, right the, around corner. the corner. Oh yeah. Dang. Uh, every detail was planned four months before the wedding. He cheated on me. He downloaded Snapchat and started talking to a girl that lives eight hours away. They decided to meet up. He ditched work and drove three hours away to meet her. They met in a parking lot to talk he claims i i said that in quotation marks you'd be able to see it if my fucking camera was on <laughs> <laughs> someone's a little bitter about this camera situation yeah, what the hell, man i got really excited um they met in a parking lot to talk he claims that they were only meeting to talk but things escalated the day after he cheated we signed a contract on a house he told me two weeks later i immediately canceled the wedding and the house now that things have calmed down between us we have talked like adults I know that he has childhood trauma, but so do I. He said that I was too harsh and never allowed him to have his own opinion. He told me that he was afraid to talk to me, so he went and found comfort in someone else. Now I don't know what to do. He is begging me to take him back. Should I? No. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. Plain and simple? No. <laughs> you can see... And this is exactly where in my head, the story just, I immediately like had an internal sigh. As soon as she said, I know he has childhood trauma. Number one, he's manipulating you. 100%. And uh, you are making excuses for him now. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Ditch that boy. Yep. There is. Ditch not, him. There is not a discussion here. He's gone. Th this guy needs to go. It was once a cheater. You've been with him for... Like since 15, five years? Is that, what, is that right? Yeah, so they've been together yeah. for five A long time. Years, and if yeah. he's like, uh, if, he, if he had the nerve to do it after that long, he's going to do it again. You know? Just trying to see if there's anything. Yeah, like top comment says, don't go back. He chose to cheat instead of talking with someone he's known for seven years. He put effort into seeing another person saying that it's your fault he did it. It can seem hard to move on after so long and having a whole life plan, but nothing good can come back from this. If he wasn't able to talk and be open and be honest before, he needs to work to get to a place where he can. 
Yeah. You need to not go back to this man. You need to ditch him. And uh, I'm sorry, bury the contract. Try to get any deposits you made back on that wedding if you can. But I'm sorry. that You, you just got to go. You got to let him go. Yeah, it's a uh, classic man. douche. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. I can't I, even add anything. I, I don't have any more no, to say about that. Absolutely not. Should I take him back? No. no. Nope. Nope. Period. Bye. <laughs> End of story. End of story. Theron, continue. All right. So this is more... I think this is a good question. Okay. So this person says, I'm curious how you work conflicts out with your significant others. Any really creative or thoughtful ways to work through things? My boyfriend and I recently moved in together. We've been together for four and a half years total. And I'm looking for better ways to approach conflict resolution. Hmm. This is a good question. You want to, do we want to talk about personal experiences? Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about my, <clears throat> my personal way of conflict resolution. Yeah, how do you, because this is almost a piece of advice that I was going to ask of you and... Some of my other friends that are either engaged or married or have lived with their significant other for a long time. How do you guys settle conflict from something as small as, you know, you you left the food out too long and it expired? So consistency, I think, is the biggest thing, right? Because you want to have the same measured approach to something very little and something very big. Um, And uh, so, so right off the bat we set ground rules for how we even approach these conversations with each other. Okay. And uh, the big thing for us is no you statements, right? We focus on how an action made us feel. Not an Instead action of saying from like you, you. You, 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 you know? Like yeah. that's a really cutting way yeah. of getting at your significant others. You did this and then that made me mad because you are, you know, yada, yada, yada. So right off the bat, we don't do that. So it's it's very much like so when this happened I felt like this and I would appreciate it if from that go, you know going forward whenever something like this is encountered this action is taken to remedy whatever the situation is and so that's kind of the basic like template that we work around I know the typical like bef- bef- like a long time ago well I think this is probably most guys so we just don't feel like dealing with the conflict Mm-hmm. And so whether something happens, like when something happens, we just bottle it up and stuff it down deep. Pick and then your battles. You, hit, you, you do one of those. Hit, and, right, yeah. It's yeah. just a hill I want to die on. Like, yeah. But early on in a relationship, that's I don't think that's a good approach. Early on in a relationship, that's like prime time to figure this stuff out and iron it all out, right? Because by that time, like if you do enough of that stuff, that's why you have these guys having midlife crises. You know, because mm-hmm. they've just got all this bottled up crap. Yep. And they're like, you know, they just go drown in a car or another woman or something, you know. Um, and so right off the bat, you need to like early parts of a relationship are most important, even before things get serious. Right. If you're just dating, figuring out how you want to work or live inside of conflict with each other is is very important for figuring out if like, man, can I spend the rest of my life with this person Right, because, you, you know, you don't... Or some people just date to have fun, but, you know, when it gets to a certain point where you're dating for something more... Yeah, like we just said. Right. At one point, you... Yeah. It's and, a mental <clears throat> switch. And so what happens if you're waiting until you're engaged or married before you're like, okay, let's address how we do this conflict thing. Like, you know, it, 
and you don't like how they address conflict all this time and they're not willing to change that, that's something you'd like to know, you know, before even getting serious, right? Be like, oh, so you're a puncher and a screamer. Don't think I need that for the rest of my life, <laughs> you know? Right. You know, but so someone who, you know, being patient, because at the end of the day, your significant other is someone that you should treasure and that you should love to be around and that you should love and want the best for in every possible scenario, right? So it comes down to a willingness to be the first to say you're sorry. And I think admitting when you're wrong, because I don't, I don't know about you, but when I screw up, I know, I know I screw up. And that's another thing too, is like, so Ali and I, whenever I used to screw up, I was like, I, I know I screw up. So you don't have to, you don't have to hammer the point home for me. Like I, I know when I've done something that I shouldn't have done or said something the way I shouldn't have said it or, you know, not followed a set of instructions that I forgot about. Like it's a, it's a point to learn and grow. But whenever I like for me personally, if something, if it's something that gets harped on, that's like really, that's really, that's really tough for me. Yeah. And that's whenever I'll, I'll like go into a little shell, you know, like I'll, I'll just like most guys just bottle it up and be like, I I don't want to deal with this. But so that's kind of my general like feelings on how we do conflict resolution is we, we approach it with level heads and just try to say you're sorry as quickly as possible and not sorry in a sense of, okay, let's hurry up and just put this in the rear view mirror and get on, get over it. But like taking that experience and learning from it, you know? Yeah. I think uh, Catherine and I don't fight. We, I went to lunch with my mom today actually. And we were talking about this and she was like, what do you guys do when you fight? And I was like, well, we don't fight. We kind of just bark like at each other. Like, and, and it's not a mature way of handling things, but like we don't really fight about anything major. Like the only time we've really like fought or argued is like about a disagreement we've had either over politics mm-hmm. or <laughs> wedding planning. Uh, Wait, <laughs> you're so involved with the wedding planning that you'll get into a discussion with her over it. Oh yeah. Oh man. I am involved. Dang. Yeah. She's, I'm a lot more involved than most guys are. You're a better man than me, but dude. I, but, Cause I love planning. Yeah. I, I love I can planning see that. events. I can and, see. And yeah. Stuff like that. Okay. Um, I had two things. <laughs> what did she, what did she ask? I, I, what were your two things? My two things for my wedding day were I wanted a glass bottled Coke and a piece of cheesecake. Those were my only two things that and I. Where wanted. did you get those at your reception? At my reception. That's amazing. So I need to. They do got that. me a glass bottle Coke, and a piece of cheesecake. Now, after I finished my main course, and people, if we had a camera working, you could see the pain in my face right now. Uh oh, what happened? I finished my main course. They brought me my cheesecake, and it's the good stuff, right? Okay. The Alpine Bakery. Okay. Cheesecake. Took two bites. No. Two bites. Oh, no. Not the end of the world here. Photographers needed us. Light was perfect. Uh, oh, we so, never got so we got we got pulled out to the field to go do 15, 20 minutes of of, of photos. And the, the whole, whole time, time I'm, you're thinking, I love my wife. But in the back of your head, you're like, there's cheesecake. cheesecake. It better be there. It better <gasps> no. be there when I get back. Someone took it? Dude. No. <laughs> not only was it not where I left it, 
It was two bites. Like, ow. I'm sorry. I'm getting loud. It was two bites out of that cheesecake. Damn, this is the, this is the People, thing that... Like, folks, my Instagram bio, it says cheesecake enthusiast. All right? Like, oh my God, I, it does. I love cheesecake. I love good cheesecake. You know and if funny? I go to a place that doesn't have good cheesecake, I'm not a fan. You know what you should do? <clears throat> you should do uh, a cheesecake reviewing thing on your Instagram. I just might have to. Do you, if I have cheesecake enthusiast in my bio, there need needs to, to be some cheesecake You need to talk reviews. about cheesecake. You know what's funny is I've only had cheesecake once in my entire life. And you know what? It's I'm not going to, if I'm going to do that, I'm not going to do all this crap with like cookies and cream and you know, like, the one I have. like brown sugar <laughs> and caramel. I went like, to the cheesecake factory and I got some cookies and cream cheesecake. Dude, <laughs> if cheesecake is cheesecake, man. Really? You know, not, nothing else to take away from the graham cracker crust. You and my mom. The, would- the cheesy, the, 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 the cream cheese, like just good cheesecake batter that gets on there. And then some places they'll put a little little bit of sour cream on the top, just a little thin layer. Um, Man. And, just, and then a little whipped cream on the side. That's it. That's all you need, right? That's amazing. That's it. Don't, don't muddy the waters with all this other crap. Just wow. keep it simple, folks. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Wait, so man, keep it. That's how I like my cheesecake. Plain and simple. Oh man, man, full circle. Anyway, that, I'm, I got to write that down because I'm gonna put that in the title somehow. Cheesecake. Release. We're gonna call it relationships and cheesecake. cheesecake. I like it. Oh, so the funniest little spinoff of this is we were we were at the bachelor party, Jeff's bachelor party. Okay, with all these guys. And so we sit down at this Mexican restaurant in Blairsville. Okay. Is it a Mexican restaurant? Yeah, it's a Mexican restaurant. And everybody's going around and everyone's like, oh, I'll have the enchiladas. I'll have this Booty Gonzalez. Oh, I'll have, you know, two tacos. You ordered it gets, a cheesecake. It gets to Austin and he's he's got the And he, he just kindly looks up at the waitress and he goes, what's your cheesecake of the week? <laughs> we all started dying at laughing. At a Mexican restaurant? At a Mexican restaurant. We all start dying laughing. And she's like, oh, like, and she just, she was like, here's the cheesecake we have. And he's like, I'll have a slice of that. So they bring him cheesecake with everybody else. They're like, like tacos and burritos yeah, and yeah, enchiladas. Yeah. yeah and, and we were just tickled to death that he was like, what's your cheesecake of the week? Oh, some Mexican. That sounds great. As we're leaving, they bring out the dessert menu. And on the dessert menu, it, like, we just thought that he was like, you know, being funny or whatever. Like, oh, the cheesecake of the week. It's actually on the menu. That's cheesecake funny. of the week. I was like, man, that is that is that is even funnier. And when she brought it to him, he was like, it's my birthday. It wasn't really his birthday, but it was just so funny because, like, how do you excuse just being the only grown man at a table of eight, <laughs> of eight men? Like, yeah, I'll have some cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, everybody orders their entree, and you're like, the amount of confidence you know this what? man has <laughs> is unparalleled. <laughs> so wait a minute. So let's rewind. So the only two decisions you made for your wedding were the Coke and the cheesecake? Yeah, that's... Really? That's, and uh, like a lot of times, like she'll be like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And you'd weigh in, but and you weren't making decisions. I was not going to make a dang decision. Wow. Like I, I just, you know, I was like, baby, this is what you've been looking for your whole life. Like, and she was, she wanted me to be involved. And right, that's why I did weigh in on opinions and I wasn't just like, yeah, cool. Like, you yeah. know, she was like, do you like this tie or that tie? Do you like this color suit or that color suit for your groomsmen? You know, what do you think about these dresses for the bridesmaids? I'm like, that's totally out what of my What color did part. you guys end up going with for the groomsmen? So groomsmen were in gray suits and okay. pink ties. Okay. Blush, like blush ties. Okay. Not pink. Ladies wear uh, 
the bridesmaids wear blush dress blush dresses okay but different shades of blush sure i think that's what different Catherine's styles with of her girls yeah mm-hmm. it, was, it looked really good she did a fantastic job and a lot of greenery everywhere we man i've made several decisions oh well a little pull back the curtain here behind the scenes Catherine didn't want a wedding at all i'm does I'm, not care I'm, I'm with her with that one <laughs> I'm the one who wants the party. The the I, I I'm the one with the ego. So so have you thought about doing like because the ceremony is like the big hitter thing. Sure. That's like what yeah. people spend a lot of money on. A Our video. ceremony is going to be about 15 minutes. Okay. So have you thought about like for cost cutting purposes, like just like renting a big dining hall and then or something like that, and just having all the food and catering stuff, like kind of like a private ceremony kind of thing, or like just like your bridal party doing the ceremony and then. Or is it more of like a, there's a lot of family that want to be included and... We toyed around with that idea a few times, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of family that would be butthurt and inc- yeah. not included. And no, yeah. Interfamily politics when it comes to weddings and yeah, babies. It's not it's not pretty. <laughs> no. Um, so, you know, whatever. But either way, um, but I, I'm, I've made a lot of decisions. Like, I chose who their D, our DJ is. Yeah. I'm choosing the, the songs for the playlist. I'm choosing, of course, the... She she originally said like she wanted to do blush and I was like okay so navy is a good color I really Ooh, like navy would, so we're yeah. gonna do navy for my groomsmen um, and maybe even me did you wear a gray suit too so yeah. the grooms you all matched it wasn't yep. like the groomsmen because I've seen pictures where like the the groom would wear like the black suit and then the groomsmen were all wearing that's a like, color that's like super traditional okay okay but like, I, so I want to wear a navy suit there were some differences between me and the rest of my groomsmen so like. Uh, socks. Every one of my groomsmen got, I think it was gray and blush striped socks. Did you get them those? Yes, As like I got a them. gift for their. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, got, I gave I'm those gonna do to something them on the wedding day. Hopefully, and I gave them their ties. Okay, and then my tie was the only one that was different, and it had like theirs was, was like a plain tie, and mine had a little like uh, paisley. Is that what it is? I think I just learned this <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. What paisley was? Uh, it was like a paisley kind of pattern embroidered. I I don't know. I still have the tie. Um, and then <laughs> I had different socks. Like, so instead of stripes on my socks, they were polka dots. Okay. Pink polka dots with gray socks. Did you guys take a picture then, where you all pull your pant legs up and see your socks? I think so, yes. Okay. We got okay. one of those. And then I had a tie clip and no one else did. Okay. So just very subtle differences. Okay. Um, I like it. Yeah. But I mean, I it like looked, it. I mean, it was, it was, it looked good. Okay. It looked really good. So um, what I'm also wondering is how did we get to that point? Oh. What was our question? Conflict <laughs> resolution, I think. Wow. Was that, was that yeah, it? Because we said that me and Catherine only argue about wedding planning. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, our, our, our form of conflict resolution is when, when I get upset, because I've started to do the like lock myself up and, yeah. and kind of just I'm, I'm, I'm going to just shut up about it. Like, right. I'll, I'll say audibly too. Because I'm an asshole, I'll audibly be like, all right, Logan, we're, we're done here. And like the other night, we argued about something that like I 100% knew that I was right about and she thought I was wrong, but I oh. knew to a T that I was oh, right. Man. And I just go, I think it was last night that we talked about this and I was like, all right, I'm, I'm done with this conversation. And she was like, what? And I was like, Catherine, I know on the grave that I'm correct here. Oh. So, oh man. Oh. Oh man. And I was like, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. And then she'd be like, why not? And I was like, because there's no point. Cause we're just going to run around in circles. 
because because I know I'm right, and I'm I just don't want to fight with you. I so think, I think I can guess the topic. No, you have. This is a fun. This we are arguing about when we're going to record a binge boys episode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? Is that your podcast? Yeah. So she's going to be a guest on because we were going to talk about Dirty Dancing, her favorite movie. Great movie. And and last weekend I said we watched the movie last week, and I said okay, some point this week because the episode is supposed to air on Thursday. We got to record at some point this week. And then last night, she was, I was like, when are we going to record? She was like, uh, you've never talked to me about this before. And I was like, Catherine, I said it on Saturday. She was like, no, you didn't. And I was like, oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> Steam is going out of my ears right now. But I either way, um, and we just stopped the conversation. And I was just like, okay, let's plan it then. But, but Catherine's got so much on her mind, too. I know. You know? Yeah, so she easily could have forgotten, and you know that's okay. Just admit that you forgot. Or you could have you could have guy brain and be like, I had that conversation with myself in my head with you. She she that could not be the case, but I do has, that a lot. She has admitted faults in herself for doing that. Sometimes she'll be like, "There was a day that she was mad at me for no reason." At the end of the day, she was like, "I think I realized that I was mad at you for something that happened in a dream." And I was like, "I've been there." Okay, I've been there. My um, wife will wake up and be like, "I'm not happy with you." Dream Theron really screwed up last night. And you're like, like, baby, we've got some irrational fear we need to work through here. (laughs) (laughs) Baby, we are in real life right now. So whatever Dream Me did, that guy sucks. Get him away. I hate him just as much as you do, baby. But but we need to figure this out because uh, I don't think Dream Theron and real life Theron, uh, that's not a... No, we can't compare that. It's funny. Like I mentioned, so a lot of times whenever like I have something, a topic I want to approach with Allie, I'll like go run through how that conversation will go (laughs) in my head, right? Just so I can have answers and questions and talking points for anything that could come up pertaining to this subject. And about 70% of the time, I'll get to the end of the line and be like, yeah, Theron, it's your bad. This is what you need to change. And by you changing this, the domino effect is you don't have to, you know, this isn't a problem anymore. Um, And so Allie was, I I was telling Allie about my process and she was like, see, you just, she was like, I just wish that I could get inside your head. Like you can get inside my head. And I was like, I was like, honey, you, you live in my head. Like, you know, you, you're, you're, you should not have to worry about not knowing what I'm doing, but I'll, I'll give her like, Sometimes I'll, I'll be like, I bet I know what you're thinking about right now. And she'll be like, what? And I'll tell her. And she's like, oh, makes me so upset because you can read me, but I can't read you. That's hilarious. I, I picture when you say that you, uh, every single time you're about to approach Allie about a situation, you, <laughs> oh, that's uh, you, fantastic. you uh, outline every possible Is outcome it- of, uh, <laughs> of what goes down. And uh, that is exactly what I picture. Uh, the Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange about halfway uh, through Endgame. Uh, halfway through, <laughs> like when he's when they go up to him, like, what are you doing? And he's like, 14 I just, million possibilities. Yeah, I looked yeah. at all the fourteen million possibilities that this yeah. could play out, and there's, there's like, only one, one in which we win. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic! If we had a camera, they could see this. Oh man, that'd be perfect. But we don't because uh, it turned off. It turned Love off. that for me. That is, you, you guys, you just had to be there. You just had to be there. <laughs> Theron, do you want me to run through or? Was that your last question? Uh, it wasn't my last question, but it I was my last through. question after the 45-minute mark. <laughs> <laughs> I can run through. So I did one. You did one. We each did two. Yeah. Do, do you want to call it there? Jeez, we can call it, man. Okay. Give people an hour worth of content. 
that works to work through and, and, and digest. And that just means we'll get, that means we'll just top it. We will tackle relationships another time. I, I feel bad for all the people who left before this point. Cause then they missed all the good stuff. They missed all the cheesecake and wedding. Oh talk. man, dude. That's the, that's the kind of stuff you tune in for. If you tell somebody, uh, Hey, what if, if <laughs> Hey, when you recommend somebody this, just say, Hey, these guys managed to talk about cheaters, Doctor Strange, cheesecake, and wedding planning all in one episode. You're going to want to tune in. You're going to have to tune <laughs> this in. This is the episode to tune into. It, it, it comes down to something that's just basically more about your well-being than anything else. It's, you have to listen to some plain and simple. You do. It's, 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 it's just that easy. It's, this, it's just that plain and simple. That's it. So, so what we'll do is... We'll save these questions. We won't do this next week. Instead, we'll come back to relationships in a few episodes just so we're not doing the same subject week after week. Yep. So we'll come back to relationships and tackle more questions at a later time. Uh, next week, if you're down, I think the wedding talk was fun. You want to talk about like wedding etiquette yeah, next time? I do. That'd be a lot of fun. I've got some stuff for that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no. And there might just be questions that I sprinkle in. Hey, that I'm just curious about. We can like, bounce some stuff off each other. Like, is this appropriate? Right. Like for you to do at a wedding. And I'm already thinking of some questions. So that'll be pretty good. All right. I think that'll be fun. So everybody, like Theron said at the top of the episode, share it with a friend. Spread it. Spread like, the good news. Like I just said, if you want to tell somebody, hey, these guys give advice and answer questions, but also talk about Theron's love for cheesecake and Logan's lack of conflict resolution. Uh, this is the place for them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, share it with a friend. Rate it and review it on iTunes. Follow on Spotify. Follow it on Instagram too. Uh, plain and simple pod on Instagram. And uh, I think that does it. It's, uh, it's a wrap. We'll see you later, Theron. Do Deuces. Bye. Bye.